You've got to get yourself physically, mentally, and emotionally in a peak state every day, then work on turning your business around. The Online Marketing Show with Joseph Bushnell, helping you to grow your online business by driving more traffic, improving conversion rates, increasing customer value, and getting things done fast. Listen, take action, make money. Hi, this is Joey Bushnell and welcome to the Online Marketing Show. Today's special guest is Hal Elrod, uh, who is the author of the Miracle Morning book series. I wanted Hal to come on the show today because, as every business owner knows, the morning often sets the tone for the entire day. If we want to have a super productive day, uh, it can really help to have some morning rituals to get things moving. So on this call, Hal, who is the world's leading expert on this topic, is going to share exactly how we can start off the day in the best possible way. Hal, thank you very much for being on the call. Joey, this is going to be fun, man. Thanks for having me. Hal, as I've mentioned, uh, you've written the book, uh, The Miracle Morning. Uh, tell us, how did you come to write this book? You know, uh, I've written, yeah, I have two books, Taking Life Head On and The Miracle Morning is, is the new one, and it's the one that, that's really making an impact. And, you know, it's funny, but I never intended to write a book, um, not a single book, let alone two, and, and now a few more that are in the works. Um, I wasn't a writer in high school, none of that. And both of my books were written out of me hitting uh, really a low point in my life each time where it kind of felt like a rock bottom and pulling myself out of each in, a, in a really faster than I ever thought was possible and then feeling a sense of responsibility to share how I did that uh, with other people. And my my first experience, I was head on by a drunk driver at 70 miles an hour. I died for six minutes. I was in a coma for six days with 11 broken bones and when I came out of the coma, I had to face the reality that uh, the doctor said I would never walk again, and I had permanent brain damage. Um, I took my first step three weeks later. Uh, I, I got out of the hospital within less than two months, and against doctor's orders, barely walking with only one working hand, I mean an eye patch on, um, I actually got back to work, and uh, I was I was breaking sales records within a matter of months after being out of the hospital. Um so I wrote my first book, Taking Life Head On, and uh, this is the the long answer to your question, Joey. <laughs> but um, the Miracle Morning, uh, nine years later, I hit rock bottom again, which is much more relatable for most people. Most people have not been in a horrific car accident where they broke a bunch of bones, and so there's usually a disconnect for people, you know, with that story. Um, and I think maybe that's why the you know God or the universe or whatever power you believe in, uh, coincidence, however you want to call it, maybe that's why. Uh, this happened to me where people could relate. In 2008, the U.S. economy crashed and my business failed. And I went from being on top of the world, you know, being in a good financial position. I just bought my first brand new house, bought my dream car, uh, was in the best shape of my life. Within six months, I had lost my house. Um, I was living on credit cards, averaging about $8,000 a month being charged to credit cards. I was $52,000 in credit card debt. Um, I went from being in the best shape of my life to not exercising a, a, at all, being in the worst shape of my life. And as a result of so much fear and so much uncertainty, and I had lost over half my income, I became deeply depressed. And uh, to the point of being, you know, borderline suicidal. I, six months of this downward spiral, Joey, and 
you know, it, it was a conversation with my uh, my girlfriend, who is now my wife. So, yes, she's a good woman. She stuck with me through the tough times. But she basically told me that I needed to get help, um, not like mental professional help. But she said, Hal, you need to reach out to some of your friends that are very smart business people and ask them for advice on how to turn things around. Because for whatever reason, I, you know, I didn't want to tell people how bad I was doing. And so I just kept it a secret. And finally, I took her advice, made a phone call, called my best friend, John. John said, Hal, uh, you know, first I told him everything. I bared my soul, poured out my heart. And he said, Hal, are you exercising every day? And I'm sitting on the other end of the line going, what the hell does that have to do with anything I just told you? I just told you my business is failing. I need help. What do I do? And he goes, Hal, if you're not exercising every day, look, you're a smart guy. But if you're just sitting in your office feeling, you know, down and depressed and sorry for yourself and hopeless, he said, you're not going to solve any problems. You've got to get yourself physically, mentally, and emotionally in a peak state every day, then work on turning your business around. And I was reluctant, but I went for a run the next day thinking to myself, this is stupid. It's not going to fix my problems. And on that run, everything changed. I heard a quote from Jim Rohn. Joey, are you a Jim Rohn fan? Absolutely, yeah. So a quote from Jim Rohn became the catalyst that created the Miracle Morning and that, that changed my entire life. And it was it was very simple. I had heard the quote before, but I had never implemented it, implemented it in the way that I was about to do. Uh, and the quote was this, your level of success will seldom exceed your level of personal development. And it hit me in this way. I realized I want level 10 success as we all do, not just financial or professional success, but we want level 10 happiness. Level 10 health, level 10 relationships, level 10 spirituality, level 10 energy, you name it. We want our life to be as, as great as it can be. And I realized that we all want level 10 success, but my level of personal development, which I would define as, you know, your level of personal development is your level of knowledge and confidence and your beliefs that, you know, and your physical vitality, all of that makes up your personal development. My level of personal development was at like a two. And that was the disconnect. I think for most people, it's the disconnect. We want level 10 success, but who we are as a person, our level of personal development is at a two or maybe a three or four or maybe a five. And there's the disconnect. We want level 10. We're at a five and we're only, we're never going to exceed a higher level of success than is parallel to our level of personal development. So I ran home and I realized I have got to dedicate an hour a day to extraordinary personal development. And so I Googled best personal development practices because I really didn't know what what I should do. Mm -hmm. And I came with a list of six. And that night I went to bed. I committed that I was going to wake up an hour earlier the next day. And I, it was hard because I was not a morning person. Some people listening are like, miracle morning, <laughs> you know, give me the miracle evening, right? <laughs> I wasn't a morning person. But the next morning I woke up and it felt like the best way I can describe it, it felt like when I was a kid on Christmas morning because I had so much clarity and I had this thing planned for the morning that I really believed could be the one thing that that took my business and my life and and, and everything to the next level. Um, I woke up feeling excited. I, I For the first time in maybe my whole life, I didn't hit the snooze button. I jumped out of bed. I went and I did this morning routine, which uh, it didn't have a name. It wasn't called the Miracle Morning. I did this morning routine and by 6 a.m., Within an hour, I'd woke up at 5 a.m., which it seemed crazy at the time to me. Um, now I wake up at 3.30 a.m., five days, six days a week. But um, 5 a.m., I'm up, and I felt excited. And I went through these six practices that I, you know, that are the miracle morning now. 
And by 6 a.m., it was the most defining moment of my life because even though my bank account balance was negative, I had 50 grand in credit card debt. My, my, I, had, I, you know, I was in the midst of losing my house. Looking in the mirror, I was flabby and fat and out of shape. Even though all of that outside of me sucked and I was a mess, I felt the most empowered, inspired, energized, motivated than I had ever remembered feeling in my entire life. And it was only 6 a.m. And my theory was, holy crap, if I do this every day, I am going to be quickly become the person that I need to be to turn my life around. And the results within two months, I had more than doubled my income. Uh, my depression didn't take two months to go away. It was literally gone within 24 hours. Wow. It still showed up when I would have a client cancel or something. I still, you know, got taste of it. But every night I went to bed, I hit the reset button and woke up. Again, empowered, excited, energized, motivated. And so I had doubled my income. My depression went away. And I went from being in the worst shape of my life physically, never having run more than a mile, to uh, within five months, I had, I had trained for and completed a 52-mile ultra marathon. And all of these things were a result of the miracle morning. And my relationship, which was on the fritz, it was about to end at that time, it was thriving within two months. And because my life changed so fast, I started calling it my miracle morning. Uh, and little did I know that it would become a, you know, a best-selling book. And none of that was intended to share with anybody. This was just for me. And that was, you know, that was four, no, six years ago, I guess. Uh, and now it, you know, it's number one best-selling book. And there's tens of thousands of people around the world that have experienced very similar results to what I did, um, you know, in, in a very short amount of time. How that's absolutely brilliant. And I, I guess that everyone, no matter what their walk of life, um, can really benefit from this. But for the listeners of this particular podcast, that, you know, the listeners of this show are business people. They often work from home. They often work on a computer for long hours, perhaps even work sometimes into the night. You know, I, I know personally from my own experience that I've struggled with sleep issues. Uh, I know that many of my peers and my clients have as well. So how can all of these factors affect our sleep? And could this kind of lifestyle potentially be problematic for our sleep so the so your question is why would the lifestyle of being an entrepreneur affect sleep yeah i guess so um can the work from home lifestyle uh, and being on a computer all day long lead to sleep issues um i don't believe it matters because and i just say from experience i work on the computer all day long and i sleep like a baby okay. um i used to suffer from insomnia you know and, and have sleep challenges um, and what, you know, what for me, uh, what, what helped change that? I mean, there's a few things. Um, number one is obviously eating a really healthy, you know, eating a healthy diet. I think that really, uh, largely affects your, your sleep. And I actually did one of my podcasts. If you search, um, if you just Google Hal Elrod Energy, H-A-L-E-L-R-O-D Energy, um, you can listen to one of the podcasts I re, I, you know, I run the Achieve Your Goals or I host the Achieve Your Goals podcast on iTunes. And you can listen to one of the podcasts I did called Engineering Your Life for Energy. So I go really in-depth on that. So I just, I'll share that resource. But for me, um, eating a healthy diet, exercising during the day. And when you wake up in the morning early, obviously, you set, the, you, know, you, you set yourself up to get tired at night. I also, though, recommend melatonin. You know, melatonin is a natural sleep aid. It's what the body produces to fall asleep. And I recommend that if you do melatonin, that you do liquid melatonin and in the past, I've used melatonin, you know, like three milligram, you know, pills. And again, they're like, you know, it's like a, it's like a mineral supplement or vitamin or whatever. It's not like a drug. 
Um, but I, uh, I recently uh, met Ben Greenfield, and Ben Greenfield is a best-selling author, a fitness expert, and he he taught me the benefits of you know he said if you're into melatonin, uh, it's better for you and it's more effective to do liquid melatonin. So like Amazon.com, if you search liquid melatonin, you can get the drops. Um, I actually though rather than me try to convince you um, that you know that you should wake up early in the morning um, or or that you know as an entrepreneur that you know that there's one way that's better than another. Um, I really, uh, if it's okay with you, Joey, I'd like to read uh, something that I found online of a uh, a gentleman that read my book. He is a multimillionaire, former CEO of limos.com, author of the number one best-selling book, The Millionaire Fast Lane. And he, I was, I got a Google alert one day that, and I'm like a huge fan of this guy, and I get a Google alert, and he actually read my book and wrote on his website. He wrote uh, like a review slash recommendation for it, and I was blown away because if you read The Millionaire Fast Lane, which is a phenomenal book, he talks about in that book, he says, one of the reasons I became an entrepreneur, one of my like driving forces was I was not a morning person, and I hated having to be at an office at 8 a.m., mm-hmm. so I wanted to create a lifestyle where I could sleep in till noon or 2 or 11 whenever I wanted. So uh, is it okay if I, if I, you know, just this par- one paragraph, if I read what he wrote? Yeah, sure. Okay, because this blew me away. This is a guy who doesn't need a miracle morning to, you know, he's already a multimillionaire. He's already very successful. Here's what his name is, MJ DeMarco. Here's what he wrote. He said, I never thought I would say this about a morning book, but the miracle morning changed my life. Yes, you read that correctly. For years, I've told myself I'm not a morning person. And for the most part, it was true. In fact, one of my whys for wanting to be an entrepreneur was my desire to sleep in. No alarm clock, no getting up at dark. I wanted to wake up when I wanted to wake up. When I started reading this, I was curious to see if it could break my strong narrative and my strong why. It did. After reading this book, I actually started getting up at 4 a.m. and hitting the gym. Yes, you read that right, too. Four freaking AM. As a result, my days are far more productive and my physique is changing before my eyes. I never thought I could be one of these idiots who gets up at 4 AM. Now I am one of those idiots. I do it five times a week and mostly without an alarm clock. So what I would suggest is I don't believe there's a wrong way or right way. There are plenty of entrepreneurs that stick with the nightlife lifestyle and sleep in late and, and they're good. Um, but you cannot argue, you know, if you Google the benefits of early rising, you cannot, I mean, the, the research is very conclusive. The benefits of being awake, you know, before the sun rises and, and there to greet the sunrise and, you know, and, and, and going to bed at least an hour. I mean, there's been studies that show that every hour of sleep before midnight uh, has as much as twice the value as every hour. I'm sorry. Yeah, every hour of sleep before midnight has as much as twice the re rejuvenating benefits is every hour after midnight. So for me, you know, I, I've, I've seen so many people, I think the majority of people that do the Miracle Morning, Joey, uh, and, and if you go to Amazon, just go read the reviews on Amazon. Um, and on, in fact, I, I was really excited. We had our 300th five-star review this morning, or uh, yesterday morning, I think, wow. which was pretty exciting. Um, but, uh, but if you read the re- reviews on Amazon, most people that do the Miracle Morning are not morning people when they start it. They're night owls. And it totally changes. Like They're like, I was not a morning person. I used to sleep till 10 a.m. And now I wake up every day at 5 a.m. 
And you mentioned earlier about it being universal. I have CEOs, many CEOs. In fact, I talked to one of them this morning that have reached out to me that say the Miracle Morning has been a game changer for not only them, but for their entire organization. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, one of the CEOs of the number, uh, the, the 168th fastest growing company, privately held company on the Inc. 500 sent me an email last week saying the Miracle Morning has changed his life. And, and then, and he, you know, he hired me to be his coach. So, um, I just, I, I, you know, I share this as examples. I'd rather give you examples of other people, you know, rather than me try to convince. I think it's more powerful to see, wow, these other, you know, entrepreneurs and CEOs and, uh, you know, and, and highly successful night owls are, are, you know, even for them, it's really been a game changer. Absolutely. And as you rightfully said, there's been countless studies about how getting a good night's sleep at the proper times is absolutely essential for your health and for your, your body to function optimally. So what are the business benefits? Are we likely to see increased productivity from this? Yeah, I mean, I think, you you know, from what I just read from MJ DeMarco, right, he says, you know, my productivity has, I forgot his exact words, but it's increased extraordinarily, his physique is changing, etc. Um, here's the thing, if you are a night owl, you think about, um, you know, we, we, it's by default, we're physically and mentally fatigued at the end of the day, right? I mean, it's just, it's just, it's just how the, you know, the nature of, of the, the, the body, you know, the cycle of, of going out throughout the day, right? Mm-hmm. Mentally and physically uh, at the end of the day, uh, there is not, you know, there's, there's a certain hindered level of, of mental clarity. And in the morning, uh, you know, when you first wake up and this, by the way, you know, if, if you're not a morning person, it's not like you're going to, do this the first day and be like, wow, I'm a morning person now. In fact, I mean, you might. I mean, some people describe, you know, I'm on day four and it's totally changed my life. I mean, some people it happens really quickly, but for, you know, for most people, it's probably going to, you know, there's going to be a little bit of a shift on, on changing this around. And let me just say this. This is not about waking up at 5 a.m. or, or, or 3.30 a.m. or, you know, whatever. This is really about waking up earlier than you currently do now. And here's a big, here's a big, uh, kind of a, an overriding principle in the miracle morning. If you wait to wake up in the morning, if you hit the snooze button in the morning, like most people do, if you think about that, you're literally starting the day with procrastination. You're, if you hit the snooze button, you're starting the day with a lack of self-discipline. You're hitting the snooze button telling yourself, it's, I, I know I set the alarm for six or five or seven or nine, or, but it's okay to just keep you know, hitting the snooze button because I don't have the discipline to get my butt out of bed, right? Whereas when you wake up an hour before you actually have to be somewhere, do something or answer to someone, when you wake up because you're dedicating an hour to making yourself physically, mentally and emotionally stronger and you're developing yourself into a better version of who you were when the alarm clock went off, if you do that, you're by default, you are starting your day with discipline. You know, I'll give you a great quote. Um, or a great philosophy from Evan Pagan. Uh, I don't know if you've ever heard of Evan Pagan, Joey. Does that ring a bell? Yes, absolutely. He's actually been a guest on the show. Yeah, so Evan Pagan is one of my, you know, I mean, he's a mentor from afar, meaning, you know, we don't talk, but but I listen to his audios and, and this and that. And I was listening to an interview with Tony Robbins interviewing Evan Pagan. And at the end of the interview, it was like an hour and a half interview. Evan gives all this knowledge, drops all this knowledge, right? And at the end of the interview, Tony says, Okay, you know, Evan, if you had to sum everything you've taught us and everything we've learned, you know, into one thing that people can do to improve their life and improve their business, what would that one thing be? And by the way, if you're listening right now and you don't know who Evan Pagan is, 
He is an entrepreneur that does 20 to $25 million a year in online sales. He's, he's incredible. And Evan Pagan said, the one, the single most important thing you can do, create a morning success ritual. He said, how you spend the first hour of your day sets your mindset and the context for the rest of your day. So again, this is, this is a highly successful entrepreneur. That could teach, you know, that teaches all, he covers all this productivity training and all this. He says the single most important thing you can do is create a morning success, success ritual. And by the way, when he gets, when he goes into his details, three of the practices he tells you to start your day with are three of the six practices that, that make up the miracle morning, right? So he covers three of them. Um, you know, and then, uh, uh, who is it? John Maxwell, right? John Maxwell says the secret to your success is found in your daily routine. If you want to change your life, you have to change something that you do, you know, that you do daily. There was a great article from Steve Pavlina. Steve Pavlina, uh, I believe he has over a million subscribers to his blog or he, he did it one time. Uh, and it's simply Steve Pavlina, P-A-V-L-I-N-A dot com. I don't know if he even blogs anymore, but he had this great article called the rudder of the day in the way that, you know, a rudder on a ship steers the ship, whichever way the rudder is pointed, right? That's mm-hmm. the way the, the, the ship goes. Um, and he says the morning is the rudder of the day. If you have a focused, productive, goal-oriented, peaceful, you know, uh, you know, clarity-oriented uh, uh, morning, that's the kind of life you live. But if you do what most people you do, where you hit the snooze button, you waste that precious time in the morning. You have a lethargic, unfocused, unproductive morning, right? That's mm-hmm. the mindset and the context, as Evan Pagan was calling it, that you're setting for the rest of the day. So I don't even remember what your question was or if I answered it, but hopefully that was uh, of value. Oh, yeah, you absolutely did. Um, And to be honest with you, Hal, the rudder even extends further back than the morning. You know, I've heard you say that a great morning starts the night before. Um, Could you tell us more about this? Yeah. So, you know, here's the thing. Most people, they go to bed and they're either worrying about the next day, right? Or they're thinking about how they're not getting as much sleep as they want to get and they're going to be tired in the morning. You know, one of the one of the limiting beliefs that I that I taught that I address in the Miracle Morning is the idea that we believe we need X amount of hours of sleep, and that literally the mind body. I believe so much in the power of the mind body connection, as you might imagine, because I was told I would never walk again. I visualized that I would walk again, and within two weeks I was walking again, and the doctors couldn't even explain it. So because of that, if I if if, if my mind could heal my broken bones in an extraordinary fashion. Well, I believe that we can, you know, we can literally um, influence our, our cells at the cellular level. And I talked to a biologist or a, um, a physician, biologist, forgot what his title was the other day, and we, he affirmed this. Um, you know, he called it kind of the alchemy of our body. But, but anyway, so we literally can control if we tell ourselves that we need eight hours of sleep and we're only getting six tonight. Well, Joey, if you believe you need eight hours of sleep and you're only getting six tonight, how are you going to tell yourself that you're probably going to feel in the morning? Tired. Right, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. You literally, you tell your body, hey, cells, make sure I feel tired in the morning because that's what I believe is going to happen, right? So, so that's the first thing is we talk about before you go to bed, you've got to create the morning. You've got to create your vision for the morning. And this isn't a long process. It could be 60 seconds, but you've got to decide I'm getting six hours of sleep tonight or 5.5 hours or seven hours. I'm going to, my body is going to rest and rejuvenate. And when the alarm goes off, I'm going to wake feeling amazing. I'm committed to getting out of bed, turning off the alarm, 
going directly to the bathroom, brushing my teeth, washing my face, drinking a full glass of water, going into the living room, sitting on the couch and doing my miracle morning, right? That isn't a decision that you make when the alarm goes off, when you're you're like 70% unconscious, eyes are still half asleep, and you reach over on the bedside table and hit the snooze button. You'll lose that battle every time. You've got to decide the night before what's going to happen in the morning. And that's why when you're a kid on, if you were a kid and celebrated Christmas morning, that was always, for me, I can't imagine a time where I felt more excited to wake up. Well, it's because I went to bed imagining, you know, and thinking, wow, I can't wait for the morning. What we don't realize is that we can actively create that experience every single day of our lives to make every day feel that exciting, that energizing, and that empowering. And that's the miracle morning. That's when it starts. It starts the night before. I know that you um, practice some affirmations the night before, Hal. Do you have any specific examples of what you might say to yourself? Similar to what I just said. So when you buy the miracle morning, you know, there's, you, you get, there's all, all these free downloads, one of which is the bedtime affirmations, right? So that mm-hmm. way you can literally read what I wrote for myself to really program my mind before bed. Um, and it's amazing how people say those bedtime affirmations have such an impact. But basically what I just said is very similar to the bedtime affirmation. It's like I'm getting X hours of, you know, blank hours of sleep, right? I'm going to, I'm going to, my body is a miraculous organism capable of rejuvenating off of this many hours. I'm going to wake feeling amazing, right? So that's kind of everything I just shared is kind of the general idea of what my affirmations are before bed. Okay, so if we're the type of person who, you know, at least at this point in time anyway, before we've started trying the miracle morning out for ourselves, um, you know, if we're the type of person that struggles to get out of bed, it, you know, it's just not our thing for whatever reason, maybe we're just, you know, not a morning person, as they say, how can we make this easier on ourselves? You know, how can we start to make that change? You know, there's a great question, and it's one of the most important questions. There's... um for me, I was asked the other day about what, 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 like, what was the most, I forgot how the question was asked, but something about what was the most important part of the miracle morning? And mm-hmm. I said, honestly, this is funny, but it, it's, it's the shortest chapter in the book. It's a five, like a five page chapter called this, the five step snooze proof wake up strategy. And it's the most important chapter because it literally makes wake, and I'll give you a few steps here in a second. I'm not going to leave you hanging, but it, it makes waking up in the morning the easiest it's ever been, especially if you're not a morning person. And I think it's the most important chapter because, you know, the book does a great job of really explaining the benefits of early rising to the point where it's pretty conclusive. You're like, okay, like I would be missing out on huge growth opportunities if I continue to not leverage the the time in the morning, right? Okay, I'm sold on it. And then the Miracle Morning gives you the lifesavers, which are the six practices to do during your morning time. And it's scalable. It teaches you how you can do it in six minutes, or most people do it in like 60 minutes, but you can do it anywhere in between. However, if it wasn't for this short little simple you know, chapter that's so simple a first grader could do it, could follow the steps, people would be like, yeah, it was a great idea. I tried it, but I just couldn't get myself out of bed in the morning. So here's the simplest step. Step number one. First of all, you've got to decide that uh, if you believe you're not a morning person, you have to bust that limiting belief that morning people are not born. It's literally you condition yourself to be one or the other. Mm-hmm. I used to believe I was not a runner because every time I ran, it hurt and I didn't enjoy it and I couldn't breathe. Then I, I, I decided that was BS. That was a limiting belief. And then I, you know, five months later, I was running 52 miles in one day. Same thing with the morning. You go, OK, I am committed to, you know. Don't, don't even change forever. Go, I'm going to give 30 days. I'm going to do a 30 day challenge. 
I'm going to try to, I'm going to become a morning. I'm committed to being a morning person for 30 days. The th- second thing you got to do is you got to create those intentions before bed. In fact, if anybody wants to go get the free resources before buying the book, you can go to tmmbook.com. So TMM as in the miracle morning, tmmbook.com. You can get the free resources right now. Go get the bedtime affirmations. Um, and then the, the, probably the two most important tips, you've got to put the alarm clock as far across the room as possible. <laughs> and this is literally, I had a CEO of this company called Lawline, David Schnurman. He said, he told me that was a game changer for him. He goes, Hal, it sounds like the simplest tip, but he goes, that is literally responsible for my morning success because mm-hmm. I'm forced to get out of bed to turn off the alarm. And once I'm already out of bed, I've already made the decision before I went to bed that I'm going to turn off the alarm and go brush my teeth. And by that time, I'm awake. But before, the alarm was right next to my bed, and I would just reach over, turn it off. And I half the time, I didn't even know that I had hit the snooze button, right? We can all relate to that. So that's one of the most important tips is the alarm goes across the room. And then first thing when you wake up, you've got to drink a full glass of water because you've been six to eight hours without any water. You are dehydrated by default when the alarm goes off. And dehydration and fatigue go hand in hand. You've got to drink a full pound a glass of water like you were a college student at a keg party, right? Like <laughs> just down the water. Uh, and then, you know, I always, I just literally gulp an entire full glass and then I brush my teeth, wash my face. I get hydrated though. And that way, within a few minutes, the, the, the water is permeating your cells. You're starting to feel hydrated and rejuvenated. How that's um, absolutely fantastic and I can definitely relate to that one because I use the alarm clock on my phone and it's way too close to my head just sitting on my bedside table. It's super easy for me to just roll over and and hit that snooze button. So uh, I'm going to take your advice there and go out and buy a loud alarm clock and stick it on the other side of the room. So I use my phone too, but I just put it by the door. Like I put it on the way to the bathroom. That's what I recommend is put it as far away as you can and on the way to the bathroom. So in one motion... I lean down, pick up my phone, and I just keep going to brush my teeth and wash my face and wake up. Okay, so we're awake. We've woken up at a good time in the morning, and this is where we now start to do the Miracle Morning personal development routine. Uh, And you call this routine lifesavers. So can you break it down for us, please? What are the six steps of lifesavers? Yeah, so when I first, I mentioned that when I was first thinking about this for myself, I Googled best personal development practices. And I came up with a list of six. And, you know, I'm reading Entrepreneur Magazine, or, you know, Forbes.com, Huffington Post, right, different blogs. And there's this list of six. But my, my initial reaction was I was very disappointed because also I was looking for, like, you know, silver bullets, magic pills, things I had never heard of, right? We're always looking for, like, the edge, the new thing. And all six of these practices, I had heard of all of them. And so at first I'm like, oh man, I thought it was going to be something, you know, you know, something new age, never heard of it. <laughs> um, and I never heard, I had heard of all of them. So at first I was disappointed. And then as I stared at the list, two things hit me. Number one, you know what? The, the most successful people in the world swear by these. You know, a lot of them just do one of them. They swear by one or two of them. Um, and number two, I'm not doing any of these. And it was kind of like a duh moment where I'm like, duh, successful people do them. Just because I've heard of them, that doesn't mean anything, you know? I don't do them. And here were the six practices. Meditation, which, by the way, for the lifesavers, I simply, when I was writing the book, I thought if we can, if I can make it a memorable acronym, that'll be a lot more effective. So the word savers are the six practices. 
The first S is for silence. That is meditation, prayer, you know, whatever, whatever time, deep breathing, your time in silence, right? A way to start the day, get centered, get calm, get in touch with your, you know, your, your deepest self, your super conscious mind, etc. Um, the A is for affirmations. And I used to laugh at affirmations because I don't remember that Saturday Night Live skit. It's kind of an old one from probably a decade ago or more, but mm-hmm. it was, uh, Stuart Smalley looked in the mirror and said, I'm, I'm good enough. I'm smart enough. And doggone it, people like me, right? And it was always a joke. So I never took affirmations seriously. And, and then I read the book Think and Grow Rich. And, and I'm now convinced it's affirmations are literally the most effective way to reprogram your subconscious mind for success with the beliefs that you need to succeed. So affirmations, visualization. Um, and I think visualization, by the way, uh, is taught wrong or it's not, not taught wrong, but it's, it's only taught half the equation. They all, people, gurus or experts always teach you how to visualize long term, but they don't teach you the most important part, which is once you visualize the end result and you see it as real and you start to believe that idea in your head, now it could be something that you attain because you can literally see it. Well, you've then got to take your, your, the second half of your visualization needs to take it to the present day. Visualize yourself doing whatever it is that you need to do that day to achieve your goal which more often than not is something you have, there's there's fear around, right? There's mm-hmm. fear around making sales calls. For me, there was fear around writing the Miracle Morning. There was hesitancy. There was, you know, and, and so I visualized myself every day typing like a maniac with a smile on my face to the point where I opened my eyes and actually did it. So that's a, a crucial distinction on how to make visualization effective. Then there's exercise, right? Even mm-hmm. if it's 60 seconds of exercise in the Miracle Morning book, there's a chapter called the six minute miracle morning where it sounds kind of like a gimmick, but it's not. I literally teach you how to in six minutes a day. If you don't have a full hour, how you can do each of the practices for a minute each and get really, get really the benefit, almost the full benefits and exercising for even 60 seconds of jumping jacks, your heart rate, the oxygen to your brain, everything gets going. Your mental clarity goes up quite a few notches. Then reading, you know, read every day, self-help, take notes. You know, it's not rocket science. And the final is scribing. Write in a journal every single day. Journaling is one of the most effective ways to gain a higher level of clarity, solidify your commitments. And let me make a recommendation. My favorite journal is, is and I've only been using it for a few months, but I love it. It's called Five Minute Journal. Mm-hmm. Five Minute Journal. Um, you can check it out at fiveminutejournal.com. I'm not affiliated with them. I don't make money off it. I just really love it. Um, and it's both an iPhone app and it's a physical hardbound journal that you can, you know, that you can buy online. So those are the six practices. Again, not rocket science, but if you've done any of them, you know that each of those on their own can be a game changer. That's what makes the Miracle Morning so powerful is it teaches you a simple step by step way to do all six of them. Every day in, you know, anywhere from six minutes to 60 minutes. So if we do the uh, the six minute one, obviously that's uh, a minute each. If we do the 60 minute version, what is the breakdown of that? How do you know, can we choose how we do that? Or do you have a, a recommendation for us? You know, I recommend just start with 10 minutes each to keep it simple and then adjust as necessary. You know, the Miracle Morning book, there's a whole chapter called Customizing Your Miracle Morning, right? And mm-hmm. you can change the order. Some people want to do exercise first. That's fine. Yeah. Um, and, and some people, like for me, my Miracle Morning is like, it's usually 20 minutes of exercise, 20 minutes of reading, and then five minutes of 
affirmations, five of journaling, five of visualization, and five of uh, of, uh, of silence. So the health experts, the doctors, um, you know, the people who know what they're talking about, they all seem to be telling us uh, that breakfast is the most important meal of the day. So when does this come into play? Uh, is this before Lifesavers? Is this after Lifesavers? I know that you said that you, you down a, a big glass of water, but where does food come into this? Yeah, absolutely after the Lifesavers. You know, when you eat food, your the blood from your brain goes to your stomach. And you lose mental clarity when you eat food. So uh, eating a meal before the miracle morning, you will have a mental fog. And uh, so I do make a glass of tea. I, I drink green tea in the morning. So there's a little bit of caffeine to kind of take that edge off. You know, a little bit of caffeine is also proven to enhance mental clarity. So I start every day uh, with I drink a full glass of water. Uh, and then I pour a second glass of water. And then I also first thing I do is I make a, a, a cup of green tea. How I guess that some people might find doing this really easy and other people will find it, you know, to be quite a big adjustment and, you know, quite frankly, a bit of a struggle. So for those people, when does this all start to become natural? When does it start to become second nature? You know, just a habit where we jump out of bed nice and fresh in every morning and, you know, we find it easy to do. How long does it take for that to kick in? So, you know, it very it kind it can vary from person to person. I've had people tell me that from day 1, it was a game like they woke up and they did it and they're like, "Holy." And it basically like kind of like me. I mean, for me, you know, I mean, I woke up the first day and I was like, "Whoa, I feel amazing." And then once I did it, the, you know, that first hour, I'm like, "I feel really amazing." And in fact, you know, here's an interesting I, I find this to be common. I woke up at 5 a.m. for 1 week. The, that hour was the best part of, cause remember, my life was still a freaking mess. You know what I mean? Like, it was still a very, I had very difficult outer circumstances. Um, so that hour in the morning was like gold. I mean, it was the best part of my day. I wanted more of it. So after a week of getting up at 5 a.m., I go, how can I get more uh, time in the morning for my miracle morning? And then I kind of have the crazy idea of like, what, what am I going to get up at 4 a.m.? And then I kind of go, you know what? So I'm going to do it. I'm going to try it, right? <laughs> yeah. The next day I get up at 4 a.m., I've never looked back. That was like five years ago, six, you know, I've never looked back. I get up at 3.30 now. And that's been very common for people that they will start by waking up an hour earlier than they do now, and then they'll want more, and they'll go to an hour and a half, and then they'll go to two hours, you know. So um, so for some people, right off the bat, they find that it the benefits are so great and so immediate that they're they're like they're done they're sold forever right mm -hmm. um in the book though i talk about the third i give a 30 day challenge i talk about um the research that i've done on what it takes to sustain a habit to implement and sustain any habit in your life right because everybody knows right our, our life is a result of our habits mm -hmm. um if we have proactive habits you know we have a proactive you know ever improving life if we have destructive habits or unhealthy habits, right? That, that, that hurts our quality of life. And of all the research I've done, um, you know, in the book, I share there, what I feel is the most effective way to approach any new habit. And it's understanding that there are three, typically three 10 day phases. T days one through 10 are what I call the unbearable phase. Mm -hmm. Days 11 through 20 are what I call the uncomfortable phase. And days 21 through 30 are what I call the unstoppable phase. And here's what that looks like in real time. When I was becoming a runner, the first 10 days, I hated it. I hated every moment, physically, mentally, and emotionally. Every fiber of my being, I, I, 
I ached physically. I couldn't breathe. I, I was bored. I hated it. The next 10 days, roughly, and it's, you know, it's not exact science where it's day 11 or day, it might be day 12 for you, it might be day 8 for you, right? Mm-hmm. As you go through the phases. But the second 10 days were uncomfortable. I didn't love it, but I still didn't, I didn't hate it. I just didn't really, I was just like, yeah, this is kind of boring. I'm not a big <laughs> fan. Somewhere around day 22 or day 23, I was lacing up my running shoes and instead of dreading it, going, ah, I hate this. I was, it was weird. It, it, it happened without being conscious of it. I unconsciously went, wow, I can't wait to run today. Like I'm looking forward to my run. It was like an emotional thing, feeling. And then all of a sudden I went, whoa, that's weird. I've hated running my entire life and now I can't wait to run. And that's why I call it the unstoppable phase because once you get to that point, it's no longer hard to do something that you're looking forward to doing. And so I encourage everyone to take on any new habit, whether it's the miracle morning or anything, you know, take it on with that approach. Go, you know what? The first 10 days, they might be difficult, but if something's going to be as life changing as the miracle morning is, Joey, can you stick with anything for 10 days, no matter how hard it is, if it's going to be a game changer for you? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, absolutely. So now you will probably find that at least the first few days are going to be so exciting that you won't feel unbearable, but you know, be weary or be aware that there will be a point, you know, it might be on day four or five or eight or whatever, where you will hit that where you're like, oh my gosh, <laughs> you know, the infatuation period is over and I don't want to wake up tomorrow. You got to stay committed to that. Know that after 30 days, you will be a morning person. You'll be a different person. Well, it's great to know that even those of us who really find this kind of thing difficult, you know, that um, perhaps we might even surprise ourselves uh, and just immediately snap into it. But it also, maybe we don't. But it's great to know that if we if we stick at it long enough, you know, after a month or so, it's going to become a habit, which is just wonderful news for anyone that is is really finding that their morning uh, routine and, and and their sleep patterns are negatively affecting their life and their business. How my last question is about starting the working day. So we've now done our miracle morning. We've woken up early. We've done our lifesavers. We've had breakfast and now we're actually ready to work and be productive. How do you begin your working day to set it on the right tone for the rest of the day? Uh, I know that a lot of people say don't check your emails first thing. What's your take on that? How do you start? Yeah. So once you do the miracle morning, I mean, you, you really are, you're in an optimum state of mind. And mm-hmm. when you do the journaling, like one of the, one of the questions in that journal, I recommended the five minute journal is what three things, uh, do I have to do to make today great? And I think that's how it's phrased, something along those lines. And, uh, that gives you a different level of clarity than if you, if you, you don't answer those questions, right? Normally, like I'm a very, you know, pretty disciplined, organized person. Like I've got my schedule every day, you know, all week long, I've got everything mapped out. However, once I answer that question in the morning with my journaling, it takes my clarity to a different level because now I go, yeah, I know I got a bunch of stuff to do today, but what are the three most important things that are going to move me closer in, you know, in regard to my highest priorities, my highest goals, the grandest vision for my life. So um, I typically will ensure that I, I usually have the first hour of my workday is clear. I've got it clear to work on my highest priority, which, you know, sometimes that might be the same thing every day for six months. Sometimes it might differ from day to day. But but that first, yeah, instead of checking email during the first hour, the first hour is dedicated to making measurable progress on the single most important goal that I have in my life uh, or business at that time. 
Brilliant. And how one thing that I love about all of this is that it's absolutely free of charge. A lot of the time on this show, I'm talking about things that cost money uh, to do, you know, spending more money on marketing, trying to go out there and find JV partners or taking time to write a sales page or, you know, a lot of the things on the show that, I, that I'm giving people advice to go out and do and try. Sometimes there's a cost attached to that, but this is something that will help us to grow our business um, and improve our life. And it is absolutely free for every single one of us. And I don't care what your circumstances are. All of us uh, have the ability to do this. So this is really fantastic. So, where can we go to find out more about you and The Miracle Morning? And where can we go and buy the book for ourselves? Yeah, so you can get the books on Amazon. Um, that's the best place. Just you know, go, go type in The Miracle Morning. Um, my other book is Taking Life Head On. Uh, the best place to connect with me, um, Joey, and I don't think I mentioned this yet, but we have a, you know, you can go to my website, halelrod.com, if you're interested in like, you know, hiring me to speak or coaching. But here's what I would encourage every person listening to do. Um, if you're on Facebook, uh, we, I created the Miracle Morning community on Facebook, you know, when the book came out over a year ago. I did not expect, and Joey, maybe you've seen this and you can attest to it. Mm-hmm. I did not expect it to grow the way that it has. And it literally has become the most inspired, uh, supportive, interactive, accountable online communities I have ever seen. Um, it started out with like a dozen people and now there's, I think, 4,600 people and every, every week, a hundred new people ask to join the group. It's free, but it is private. Mm-hmm. You have to ask to join it. But um, I encourage everybody, even before you read the book, go into that community. And I mean, here's an example, Joey. A, a new person in there mentioned the other day, they said, I've been struggling with my miracle morning. I've been trying to wake up and I just keep making excuses, hitting the snooze button. You know, I don't know what to do. Within 24 hours, 33 different people commented helping him on his miracle morning. And I was just blown away by that. How often do you post uh, on Facebook, hey, I need help, and 33 people, <laughs> right, are yeah. giving you, like, strategies and ideas and support. And, I mean, it was just – it was incredible. So when you go to Facebook, make sure you type in the Miracle Morning community because there's also a fan page, but, you know, that not, not much happens there. The community is, is where you want to go. And then for anybody listening to the book, if you're – I mean, listening to the, the, the podcast – if you're hit, if you've hit financial difficulty right now, let's say you're like, man, I want the book, but I'm like, I don't, I don't have 13 bucks right now. I'm like, I just, I'm, I'm strapped. I got to watch every penny. Um, there is a resource for you to get into the Miracle Morning for free. Um, if you go to miraclemorning.com, miraclemorning.com, um, enter your name and email, and I will send you uh, the first few chapters of the book so you can at least get started. I will send you a 17-minute video training on the Miracle Morning and a 60-minute audio training on the Miracle Morning, all free. Um, and that's a way you can get started. And then use it to, you know, focus on your business, your income, make more money, and then, you know, go buy the book uh, when it makes sense for you. Hal, thank you so much for that generous offer. Um, I'm definitely off to go and search for the Miracle Morning community on Facebook. That sounds really great. So with that, uh, we'll bring today's episode to a close. Thank you all for tuning in. If you found today's episode of value, then please show your love and appreciation for the show by sharing on social media or giving us a positive review on iTunes. Finally, Hal, thank you very much for coming on the show today. Thank you for having me, Joey. And, and everybody listening, thank you for your time. I hope you got some value today and uh, look forward to connecting with you on Facebook. The Online Marketing Show with Joseph Bushnell. 
continue to grow your online business by driving more traffic, improving conversion rates, increasing customer value, and getting things done fast. Listen, take action, make money.